Blaine groaned as he rose from the bed. Thank God his father was nowhere near ready to give up the lairdship, whether through illness or being tired of his duties. Blaine had much to learn and had years yet until he was adequately prepared to assume such awesome responsibilities and power that came with being the Laird of Edinburgh. In the small room just off his chamber, he splashed cold water on his face and over his head to force himself more awake. Soon enough, he was dressed, his short sword on his hip and his boots on. He rushed out the door in hopes of finding his father not too far away from the stables. Although he was still tired and part of him wanted very much to crawl back into bed and dream of Annabelle, he was determined to do his duty. Being with his father on these early mornings wasn't all obligation, however. He very much enjoyed these long rides and impromptu lessons with the laird. Still buckling his sword belt, Blaine thundered down the stairs and out into the courtyard, greeting servants and maids as he went. At the stables, though, he found that his father's horse was gone. When did Laird Alistair leave? He asked the stable boy, although he suspected it was at least an hour past, maybe even two. Nearly two hours before now, my lord. Blaine cursed. Although he didn't regret a moment of how he'd spent yesternight, if he'd been a responsible man like his father, he still would have been able to rise before the sun and tend to his duties. He had much to learn. Saddle my horse, if you will. I will ride out to meet him. Once his grey stallion was ready, he leapt on the back of the giant beast and headed to the pasture his father was scheduled to ride today. He bounced in the saddle, riding at a steady and quick pace across the rolling green hills. He'd hoped Lord Alistair would understand and forgive his inattentiveness. His father never faulted him as much as he'd faulted himself for his small lapses. Signs of plenty, though, that Blaine was not yet ready to assume the lairdship. Up ahead, the entire of the moors were brilliant with fertile green. Although he'd never known any place else besides his family's extensive and breathtaking lands, Blaine knew they were beyond compare. Enough men had come back from far-off lands with gratitude in their faces to be back in Scotland, and in the Highlands in particular. Never leave this place, they sometimes told him. The world beyond this is ugly and weak. Blaine had no intention of leaving this part of Scotland, at least not for good. His family was here, his home, and now Annabelle. A smile shaped his lips as he thought of her, the woman who had stormed into his bedchamber and into his life, changing both for the better. A lifetime with her in this place would be paradise indeed, he thought. The sound of pounding hooves from afar drew his attention back to his ride and surroundings. He squinted. A few hundred yards away, a horse thundered toward him at breakneck speed. Alarmed, Blaine stood up in the stirrups. The horse looked disturbingly familiar. Alistair. He steadied the reins in his hands and spurred his horse to meet the oncoming steed, approaching the horse at an angle so as not to startle it any further. The closer he rode to the horse, the more worried he became until his heart was galloping in his chest as madly as the horse was toward him. Close to the steed, the horse looked maddened, its eyes rolling in its head, reins loose, and its rider slumped over in the saddle and barely hanging on. Coming closer, the horse stopped, and the truth he had been trying not to see leapt before his eyes. Father! He jumped from his own horse and approached the runaway steed with calming motions, clicking his tongue to get its attention interspersed with soft commands even though he longed to jump toward the horse and grab his father from the saddle to see what was wrong. But he didn't need to get kicked in the head while trying to help. Soon, the horse calmed enough for him to get closer and pull his father, who had lashed himself into the saddle somehow, off the horse and onto the ground. Frantic with worry, he searched for a cut, an arrow, anything that would explain why his father was near death when he had been so vital and alive the night before. My laird! His father's face was pale, his body deathly still. Father! Desperately, Blaine checked him again for wounds, 
but there was no blood, no bruising that told of a story of an injury. Then his father stirred, groaning, a weak sound that kicked Blaine in the chest. He needed to get him to a doctor immediately. He was no physic, and chances were that his amateur fumblings had only made things worse. He cursed himself. Hold on! Blaine wrestled them both onto his horse, tied his father's steed to his own by the reins, and raced toward the castle. I need the doctor! he roared, as they galloped toward the rising gates of the castle. The lookout on the highest turrets had seen him. Through the haze of panic and fear, he'd noticed the glint of the lookout's spyglass, and before he'd even begun to cross the moat, the gates had begun to rise to let him in. Within the castle gates, he jumped from his horse just as the castle physician who his father insisted live at the castle came running out with his medical bag. The doctor's thin gray hair fluttered wildly around his head. What happened? I didn't ken, Blaine gasped, his chest rising and falling swiftly. I went out to find him and saw his horse flying toward me. He was just like this. I saw no wounds, no blood. 